Hello and welcome to 26 and Under, the anime review podcast where we watch an anime in 20, uh, in a week that is 26 episodes or less and review it. This is your host, Matt. Joined with me is Henry. Henry. Yay. And that's oh, it. wait. <laughs> because we have Rob who went, who had to go out of town this trip. week and Gable who is just failing On us. On another business trip. No, he's just failing us. Well, I mean, he had work come up. No, he's just failing. So it's kind of like a business trip, <laughs> except he but works his at business his trip is just at his home. <laughs> so they're both on business trips. You want to know what's the worst part? Is he's actually free, like in two hours, apparently. But he's helping. But he's helping me and the other friend in what we got to do. That's amazing. Yeah. So, uh, this week we watched Barakamon, an anime about a calligraphy. Um, art artist who kind of needed to grow up. The anime about a brat that needs to grow up. Yeah, it was really good. I first I enjoyed in, all of it. First impressions, I enjoyed this anime a lot. I thought it was very. It's also interesting because he seems he's around our age. Yeah, he's not like eighteen or like fourteen or six. Uh huh. He's. Like twenties, he's like mid twenties, late twenties. Yeah, and that's a cool thing to see in anime is a person that is me and Henry's age and not a high schooler who is Going super talented yeah. and doesn't have to go to school anymore. Um. So yeah, I enjoyed this a whole lot from episode one. I thought the animation was sweet, as there is a very good punch at the very beginning that is yeah, so well is. animated. Uh, and the story was really cool, and I liked the characters. Uh, I love the art the art in this, uh, especially considering that it's the main character is a calligrapher. I was interesting to see how well the rest of the art was going to go, but it was really well done. And the characters, like none of the jokes felt forced. Oh no, they were all they all fluidly. Yeah, they're all super fluid. Jokes. So, question for you did you did you watch this in the English dub? Yes. Okay, so we both only watched an English dub. Uh, for anybody that may be wondering, hey, are like, why aren't they talking about like how it how it compares to Japanese? We both watched it in English because I was doing work when I was watching this, so I had to have I couldn't keep my eyes on the screen. And that's just how I prefer to watch things. It it's more preferable for I and I also prefer the English dub a lot of times because it's preferable to watch something in my native language than having to read words on the screen. Uh huh. Uh. So that's just a thing that we want to, I want to throw out there before we start talking about this. So the uh, I we'll talk about the English dub when we get a little later in as to how much how cool it is and how interesting they did some of the jokes. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about these characters real quick. We first Ooh. have our main character Seishu, Seishu, who is the uh, kind of down uh, down on his. Uh, down on his, I wouldn't even say down on his he's luck. In, he, I think he's in a he's in a slump. I I think we would say. Like I, I wouldn't even say that. It's, hey, you did this unreasonable thing. You're getting punished. Go here. Well, also he he you need you need to think about some things and stuffs. Well, yeah, but he um one part of this thing is he doesn't have his own style. Yeah, he's just the using the fundamentals, and that's the reason why he ended up doing the thing he did was he thought all he needed to have was the fundamentals, not 
I mean, they're his own style and everything, but uh, so that so following that we have or so that's our main character. Mm-hmm. He gets exo- he so he does a thing which is punching the art director uh, of a museum that is having one of his paintings that was just saying some bad stuff about one of his uh, one of his pieces. And <laughs> he just straight decks him. He just straight the face. decks this old man in the face. I was surprised. And he, uh, so that that causes his father, who is a old, a, uh, an older calligraphy artist, to go. I'm sending you to this island to live there till you cool down and realize what you did. Yeah, he basically just got sent. He basically got punished and got sent to his room. Yeah. Except his room is an island nowhere near anybody that he knows. Basically. <laughs> so, uh, that's about all, I, all All for, like, his introduction. And his character is a very spoiled asshole who doesn't oh, yeah. understand, like... He's also bad at just, like, living. Yeah. He's, like, <laughs> 90% of people when they're, like, 23 to 25. Yeah. Like, he forgets to eat... He stays up all night. I know a person exactly like this that I have to interact with once a week. I mean, that's unfortunate for you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, so that is, he he's just a bad human being in general. He's bad at being a human being. He doesn't know that he's bad at being a human being. He just kind of is. Yep. Uh, and then, he, we, then we have the other main character. Yeah, then we have our other main character who is like an eight-year-old child. Is I she think she's eight? seven. She's seven? Naru, who is literally the embodiment of my nieces in anime. Uh, all I can think of, when, like the very first image I think of is Nar- of Naru is like one of the first few episodes. Oh, when she's got... Where he's speaking English. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. you can tell like this is a part of the anime where like they're like trying to... She's ju- she's just learning how to speak English, but she's got the silly American face. Oh yeah, like it's so bad. <laughs> it's so silly and cartoony, but it's fun. <laughs> Can you read this? Open, open here. here. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah, and it like stomps off like no, this no, no. Big she's, thing. No, she says op- uh, open here. Push ups, push ups. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Um. But she, uh, the character is super, is just bubbly, normal six-year-old child. Yeah, I mean, it's just a bubbly, like, super contagious, super questionable, like, questioning, energetic, energetic, energetic child. child. Like, uh, I have three nieces. Uh, it, feel, it felt like watching her interact with this guy was me interacting yeah. with my nieces, where they just are always going full yep. cylinder, wanting to do stuff, and I'm just like, ah, getting pulled along with them. Mm-hmm. I think I'll talk about this later. Never mind. Oh, okay. Next character. So next character is oh wait oh yeah Miwa, Miwa. who is a middle school student uh, who lives on the island. She is kind of spunky and a little more tomboyish. Yes. Uh, she just hangs around with her other friend all the time and bugs uh Seishu in Matt, his house. Why do they bug Seishu in his house? Because they want because they have calligraphy homework over the summer that they need to get done. But Matt, that's because when he moved into his house, oh, yeah, it they, was their it's secret their, fort. It's their secret cl- club room that they hung out with Naru. And they're not going to give it up just yep. because he moved in. Yep, she is <laughs> she is very forceful and 
I was afraid the series was trying to hint at a very awkward thing and then they just don't care and don't do it. Because they felt like... And there was a few episodes where I kept feeling like they were trying to set her up with the main character. Yeah, it was a little awkward. But then it's just... they didn't. But then it just doesn't and doesn't care. Yeah. Um... And that's a really nice thing. Oh, yeah. That's something I also wanted to talk about for Seishu, too, is Seishu has never had a girlfriend, and he's, like, tw- mid-20s, and they and it's a thing that they bring up a bunch. Uh-huh. And, and like, he's just... And, like, he even brings it up. He's like, I don't think I'm ever actually going to have a girlfriend. And I'm like, somebody gets me <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. He's just, like, super committed to his work, though. I yeah. feel like he's just, like... It's something that a lot of, like, Asian culture does, like... Folk emphasis more on than American culture does. It's just like a cultural difference, like how important work is. I mean, and I, I think it leads to that kind of style or life. My mine is just I don't ever feel like I have the time or yeah. want to, or I don't have the time or want or need to find someone to feel that to like but, uh, be dating. So on to the better half of this. Ah, uh, Tamako. So Tamako is me was friend in middle school who wants to be a manga artist. And she's super invested into manga and everything, and she yep. is not a funjoshi. Which Henry, do you know what that is? Or I don't, Matt. What is what is our anime word of the day? <laughs> okay, so funjoshis are have Henry. You you were in middle school. Uh huh. Did you ever see girls that like to like ship two anime or cartoon characters that were both dudes together and draw weird? Oh no, you never experienced that at your school. You are lucky. You are a lucky I man. I lived a very sheltered life. You are I'm very... Be, I'm going to be real upfront. I'm going to be real upfront. You are very lucky for I've never had having to deal with this, <laughs> as this was one of the first things that tried to turn me away from anime fandom. Um, so a common stereotype of female anime fans is that they like to take two male characters that uh-huh. have nothing to do with being gay... And just keep forcing them together in gay in gay stuff. Huh. Or it's mainly that. Like that's that's the main con- connotation of Funjoshis is they're all about BL and want to keep doing B- BL. Yeah. And it's just like but it she- it gets a little awkward when you have to like deal with that stuff. Yeah. And you see her like she's but constantly she's, she's definitely not that Matt. <laughs> No, she is. <laughs> she one hundred percent is one, as she is constantly fighting the ability, the urge to be exactly. one. Exactly, she's constantly fighting it, Matt. She's definitely not one. Uh huh. Definitely uh-huh. not. <laughs> uh huh. You, you and her can claim this all you want. I, I watched her see the main character and oh man, and our next character, and literally just keep imagining them do uh. All right. Hearing them say things and her oh, go- yeah. and her imagination going wild, it is they're crazy. <laughs> it was silly. Uh, so following Tamako, we have Hiroshi, who is the uh, son of the pr- people that are letting Seishu like use the use the house that he's in. Yep, I think they're like his neighbors or something. Uh, they live in the same town, basically. Uh. Oh yeah, it's, he's the mayor's kid. Yeah, he's the mayor's son. That's right. So, uh, he is like he's like seventeen, eighteen, ish. He's at the yeah, end yeah, of yeah. high school, um, of his high school years. Uh, he is kind of an 
asshole also. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> but just... he's more. He he seems a lot more grown up because he lives in this island town and everything like that. Yeah, I would say that. Uh, that said, he there's still a lot of stuff that he learns just by knowing Seshu. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, all or these Seishu. characters, Seishu, yeah. All these characters kind of learn something through knowing knowing Seishu. Yeah. But uh, his main thing is that he's just he he th- he thinks uh, his introduction to this is he thinks that Seishu is just freeloading and causing a problem for his parents and everything. But his parents don't want to just tell him no. And then after like interacting with him for a little, he's like, oh, no, this man can't take care of himself at all. Period. Somebody needs to. I guess I'll I'll get I guess I'll bring him food now. Uh so Hiroshi is kind of the responsible adult. Very much so. In- like if it wasn't for Hiroshi, Seishu would have died on that island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, multiple times. <laughs> Seishu Seishu does not eat or sleep a lot of the time because nope. he wants to keep doing work. So after Hiroshi, we have Two characters that have very minimal roles, but I yeah. still think they're important they're still to talk important. about. Especially, like, Kawafuji. Yeah, so we first have Kawafuji. Who is his art manager. And his best friend. Yep. His only friends until this anime. Un- until, yeah, the show setting. So he uh, Kawafuji is a uh, dude who died as... He, he, like, he looks like a gangster, like, but he's yeah, just he an art director. Like, he, he, uh, he would be the equivalent of big city kid... That just looks. We have a friend actually that kind of likes to do this occasionally, where he, uh, where he'll put up a mo, where he likes to have a mohawk. He has all the tattoos on him. Like he goes walking into a into more of a like small town, and yeah. they're all gonna give him dirty looks, which happens to Kawafuji. <laughs> uh, Kawafuji though is just always looking to help his friend, even though he doesn't really say he is he's he kind of makes he plays it off as no i also i just want you to sell me better paintings yep but you can mm-hmm. tell he's still looking out for his friend he oh yeah, his yeah, friend yeah. To... it's a very like underneath the skin kind of thing yeah no yeah kawafuji is a good friend and you can tell good for like good good best friends from just they're just like your friends by do they continuously harass you and be annoying and be uh and like give you shit constantly that's a good friend yep do they just sit there and tell you everything you want to hear and everything that's just a friend i at least that's how i feel because all my best friends do that <laughs> shit where they just give you shit give me shit we give gable tons of shit he he has yet to leave us so obviously we have not given him enough oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, someone's made that comment yeah before. where they were like your friends are terrible to you he's like eh yeah <laughs> like like, you guys are a bunch of assholes to each other. Eh. I mean, that's just how we. That's just how we're friends. Yeah. Uh. So and at, then onto the main like well, the last person to really. Yeah. So introduce. our last character is Kosuke, who is the uh, who is an eighteen-year-old startup uh, calligrapher. Yep. He's who, also being managed by uh, Kawafuji, right? Yes, he is being managed by Kawafuji, and he is kind of the rival character to Seishu, where he yeah. Uh, he beats Seishu in a uh, in an art uh, art gallery thing uh-huh. uh, early on in the series, and it causes Seishu to kind of hit a depress a depression area, <laughs> and then he gets over it, and then Kosuke 
visits and we find out that Kosuke is just a huge fan of Seishu. Yeah. Like, it, like Seishu is the whole reason he got into calligraphy. He constantly wants Seishu to say embarrassing or say things that he used to say just so he can <laughs> record them so he can hear them on a daily basis. He is he is ultimate fanboy Kosuke. Like it is it he's a very fun character. Um he also is a He's a he's a person that constantly is trying to get uh, uh, Seishu to not stay on the island because yep. he thinks that it's hurting his art instead of helping his art. Yeah, because he starts to change, or Seishu's art starts to change as we go through this. But I uh, that's kind of all he has, yeah. really. I think so. He's kind of a spoiled brat because he's from the city, and so when he goes out into the outdoors he, he really can't handle it <laughs> he he can't handle anything that is more than just him sitting in a house yeah i really wish we could have seen more of uh kosuke but i mean he came in at the end of the show so do, do you want to see more of kosuke there there is a full-on manga for this oh really that is way farther Neat. as far as i know i might go look that up later and be told i'm wrong but for right now i am right get wrecked so let's talk about the plot of this anime woo uh, we have very it's a fun few. Plot. Yeah, it's a very fun <laughs> plot, and we have very step, few. Step A setup. Yeah. So the setup for this is we have look, look look at this calligraphy. Yep. It's so basic. It's so bland. It's so black and white. All the fundamentals. No art. There's this old man talking shit about Seishu. What? Seishu. What'd goes, you say? Seishu, impulsive and hasn't learned to grow up yet. <laughs> Punches him. Oh this old this man, old with man the cane. like this cane goes flying. Like this, his eyes white out. Like oh my gosh, full on punches this man, and then man. he's still upset, and he throw, like kicks his shoe at him. Yeah, and he just like literally kicked an old man while he was down. Such an asshole. But oh, it was because such a great opening scene. Oh, it was though. <laughs> it, it, like I saw the punch, I was like, oh, they. They went ham on this, and then he gets sent off to the island, which I don't remember if they ever named the island. I just know that it's an island, and it's like it's like off the coast of Japan somewhere. Yeah, I can't remember if if it was named or not. But it's it he he gets sent to this island where it's a small town on an island. Uh, he, it's near Kyushu. Oh, so it's not it's not actually an island; it's a coastal town, but still. Yeah. Uh, maybe it is an island. I don't remember. I don't. I don't know Japan well enough to be able to tell you exactly where this is. The uh, but he ends up in this town and he uh meets all these. He he goes home for the first time, and and all of a sudden this little like seven year old child is just well first giving first off yeah he gets to this house that he he is. He's living in. He's yep. told he's he's the only person. Nobody's lived in this house in a while. Yep. He opens it up and there's just a bunch of shit in there. Oh yeah, 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 there's, yeah, yeah. There's garbage. There's, there's garbage. personal stuff. He's oh. like, wait, nobody's lived in here. He's like, the village chief's like, yeah, he's nobody, like, nobody lives here. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sure? Well, time to clean up my house. And then child appears. And then surprise, child. And then child, child. <laughs> Keeps forcing or child forces him to play along with her because she's energetic and we, she won't take no for an answer. Yeah, and he's st- and like he starts to learn a lot from this child. Just in the first episode, he starts to like 
learn being a human being and yeah. not be a shitty person. And the char- and like the character interactions are great. Um, so what ends up what ends up boiling down to is he goes back home and then he runs into all the other characters that, besides Hiroshi because Hiroshi's in episode two. Yeah, and they all go. No, this is our. This used to be our clubhouse. You can't kick us out of our clubhouse. We are going to continue to use our clubhouse. Yeah, no, this is our clubhouse. And then we so, were he- we were here first. Yeah, this, no, this is my home. Plymouth, or this was our home. You can't evict us out of our home. But this is but, my but house. But this is my house. <laughs> but you don't. You have your own houses. No, but this is ours. Well, I guess I have to deal with these children now. Yep. Uh, and then starts a bunch of just episodes watching him progress. There's the section where he gets depressed because he loses the Kosuke. Yep. Um, and like it, we're watching and throughout the series, we're watching. <laughs> That's such a him. fun thing. They they open the door and there's just this miasma. Oh yeah. Like darkness. And <laughs> then then Naruto goes up and is like. Seishu, there's something coming out of you. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> oh yeah, and it's and it's kind of just watching him progress as a human being. Yeah, and also him progress as an artist yeah, because the, this first couple of days you realize like how hard he works and like everything like um that's uh, what, what uh Hiroshi Hiroshi yeah he comes by one day like meaning to deliver food he's like here yeah and uh, Nara wanted to show something but opens one of Seishu's like doors. And it's just littered in calligraphy that he had done like the day or two because since he had been there. Because Hiroshi had thought that he was just a prodigy yeah. and could and, do everything per- and did this perfectly. And doesn't have to work at being good. And then he uh, finds out through that opening that no, he constantly is working. He is not just a, I'm a perfect man. Like I'm perfect at this job. He has to constantly be working to better himself and try to be better. And then Hiroshi has to bring Seishu to the hospital. Because Seishu doesn't keep care, take care of himself. He cannot take care of himself. Because he spends too much time working. Yep. It's it's crazy how much that how that is a character trait of uh, Seishu. That Seishu literally needs somebody to go and take him. Uh, and I'm assuming when he was living at his with his parents, this was his mother's job. Oh, yeah. Almost certainly. Um, Which so, probably leads to the conflict at the end. Yeah. So we uh we go through a bunch of episodes just yep. watching him progress through artistry and his own human and being. Also just learning how to how to live, like him going to the general store. Yep. Uh him being a human being, yes. Yep. yep. Uh the mochi yeah. event which helps him ins- which inspires him to try to like do his uh painting that lo- or his work that loses to Kosuke. Yep. Um then and there's the boat. There's the boat. There's a bunch of stuff. Which kind of the boat was nice. It kind of helped him get around his uh his hesitation to just do things. Well, yeah, as everybody has hesitation, we for for people background, we were or I was very hesitant on. We were trying to like get this podcast started. Oh yeah, yeah. for a while, and the hesitation kept hitting in. Is like, can can we do this? Can we do this? Then we finally. Recorded and we just started putting it out. Oh so yeah, it got a lot easier but, with time. But importantly, it uh, what it is allowed him to hesitate, like not being perfect. Yeah, because that was his biggest thing. Is he goes um, 
boy, I wish I could stop trying to be perfect and stuff. Yeah, right. One of the people asked him, comes him, just like, I need you to write this like giant character on my boat. He's like, yeah, like I'll go back, I'll practice, I'll get a stencil, come in, paint. He's like, no, I don't want it looking like it was manufactured. Yeah, no. I want you to handwrite this on my boat. If I wanted you to stencil it, I would have gone and gotten somebody professional yeah. to do this. I want handwritten it. And Seishun, being a person that only knew the fundamentals, thought he had to be perfect. Yep. But that's not how art works sometimes. <laughs> Imperfection. Well, the kids are like... Is he just gonna keep doing this? Yeah, we should help him. Okay. And then, like, yeah. They dip All their the hands in paint. Stick their hands in the go, paint and just bam. Bapping the fucking ship. <laughs> and then he's like, ah, ah, he's gonna kill us. He's like, ah, what have you done? And then he just starts going because he has to. Yeah. Weird. Um. So we have after that. Um. We finally get Kawafuji who. Is trying who has been trying to get in contact uh, with Seishu. Oh yeah, because all his stuff stopped, stopped working. Be, well, because his phone stopped working because he got he took a spill in the ocean. That's right. Yep. With his phone in his pocket, but it didn't kill his phone. It just killed the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> so his phone is effectively useless, but he can still receive all the texts. Mm -hmm. So Kawafuji, because he's worried because nobody is texting him. <laughs> Uh, goes to the island with Kosuke to try to inspire to try to ha uh inspire both because Kosuke is in a funk after he won because he saw the the thing that Seishu put up and it didn't look like all of Seishu's works. Yep. And Kawa Fuji's going there because he's worried about his friend. And so they they get to the island and they run into Naru and uh. There's a little bit of a misunderstanding that happens because they Only see because all the older people in the of the village see this dude with blonde hair and tattoos and sunglasses talking to Naru, trying to get her to lead him, uh, trying to get her to do something for him. And yeah, they, yeah, yeah, no, it's fine. They assume the worst is... and take him to the town hall meeting, and then <laughs> later in the night, he is brought there by Miwa and Tamako, who are like, "Hey, so." They took him to the town hall meeting to scold him, but as always happens when we have everybody at the town hall meeting, it just became raucous drinking. <laughs> so here's your drunk friend. Here you go. <laughs> and he's just super drunk and just doesn't know what and like being super like being super truthful and all that. And it's it's a fun fun episode we get to see a lot of kawafuji and how he actually has been worried about his friend and everything like that and we meet him like everybody's trying to dodge him learning about kosuke because they're afraid that he's going to like regress if he finds out that that's kosuke and then yep. at the end at the end of the uh interaction where kosuke is taking kawafuji to the campsite that they need to go to he's like oh so that was kosuke that's the guy who beat me and they're like oh you knew well, yeah, he sent me a text. Like, <laughs> I knew that this that he was coming. I couldn't do anything about it. I literally couldn't do anything. <laughs> I literally knew he was coming. Uh, so everybody... So we have a few episodes where Kosuke is trying to get Seishu to come back home. To, yep, there's the fishing trip. Yep, there's, there's the fishing there's... trip. And then, uh, and then the... 
Uh, I think there's just the fishing trip and him and him sitting at the house when Kawafuji's hungover. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so I was like, "There's another adventure somewhere." But yeah. That's so what it was. Kosuke is con- is like trying to get Seishu to come back home and continue how he was and mm-hmm. not be who he's becoming. Yep. And because he because he doesn't want to do that, he Kosuke kind of leaves dejected but still happy because he got to meet his hero. Um, and so Kawa Fuji's like, cool, just make sure you call. Like, don't make me have to come back here. <laughs> because if I come back just, here again, I'll drag you home. Just, just, just call every yeah. while, man. Just, just call me every while. I, I know how bad you are at living. Can you just make, <laughs> let me know that you're still living. It's like, it's that'd like, be great. It's like if you start living away from your parents and your parents constantly give you shit because you don't call them anymore because you don't live in their house. So they don't hear from you. On a daily basis. I know that doesn't really happen sure. to you. But that happens to me. Onward. Yeah, sorry. There's a lot of things that kind of hit personally for me from this. Oh, anime, yeah. So it, it's bringing me to bringing up personal shit. Um, so <laughs> eventually Seishu uh, decides he's going to go back to apologize. Because he uh-huh. grows up enough to realize that he was an asshole. Yep. And he needed to go apologize to uh, the director. So he, so there's this whole thing where he just kind of up and leaves. He doesn't really tell anybody he's going to leave because <laughs> That's he, right. he because he expects to be back. Like yeah, it, it's it's implied that he he knows he's going to be back. He's not going home forever. He's going home to do a thing. Yeah, he's finally decided that like this is where he wants to stay. Yeah, so he. He goes down. He goes down there, and he apologizes to the director. Um, and the director starts commenting on his new art that he or his new piece that he said. And he's like, "Aha! No, don't don't worry about this junk because he doesn't think he's good. He's it's good. He's like, don't worry about this junk. This is this isn't even the close to the level of the stuff that I've prepared for the uh for the art exhibit. Uh huh. And then he's like, oh 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 okay. Sure, buddy. Sure, sure bud. I was uh, uh, okay. Cool. So he he walks out, and uh, we and we find out that uh, the director is good friends with his father, mm-hmm. and that his father had kind of, I think his father orchestrated the whole event of having that, that was the impression I got. Yeah, criticize his work Ex- so like that extensively. Seishu, yeah, so that Seishu could find or because he knew how Seishu would react. And then Seishu have a him have a reason for Seishu to leave the house and stop being in the slump that he was in. Yeah. So we have uh so Seishu while here decides he's ready to go back go back to the island. His mom decides he's not. His mom being the very overprotective. No, my boy stays stays at home because he's been away for so long and he is now different. He's not the same son that I remember. Uh, yep. Just doesn't want him to go home. And he kind of has, he kind he kind of has to spend some time and have his mom realize that he's an adult. Now he needs to leave the nest. Well, yeah, he, he realized that because, um, uh, Miwa and Tamako won a calligraphy contest, right? No, 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 he didn't No, because Miwa didn't. <laughs> she got second place. Remember? Tamako, oh, that's right. Tamako won her classes, but Mifo got second place and was super oh, yeah. de- dejected. 
But they don't. He doesn't find that out till um, he gets back. Oh, uh, I thought, I what, thought... what ended up happening was uh, uh, she just uh, the dad kind of comes up and is like, "I went there when I was his age. Uh-huh. That's why I sent him there." Because it was a smart thing to do. Because it helped me become a functioning adult. And he needed to become one. And his mom kind of caves after a little bit of realizing her, her son needs to leave the nest. He's still not a functioning adult. No, he's not. Which <laughs> means that there's still room. There, there's a reason why I think the manga still progresses. Yeah. And there's still more to the manga. Because he's still not a full, fully functioning adult. But he's at least not the shitty person he was at the start. Yeah. So <clears throat> he finally goes home and everybody has to clean up because they were definitely just doing the same old shit they did before he <laughs> definitely <laughs> before he left. And they're all bad at cleaning up except for Hiroshi who finally gets there and is like, dude, do you guys literally still not clean yet? He's going to be here in like two hours. Yeah. Yeah. Get, it's get. so weird because Hiroshi is like the the <laughs> out of all the characters, the sixteen seventeen year old high schooler is the most responsible person there. Well, yeah, because um he lives in a village versus uh, village full of fishermen. Yeah, and because of that, he kind of does a lot of work. Yep. So he no, he definitely does. So like because he because he lives in a working uh small town. He kind of has to learn how to be an adult early because he is now at the age where he is working all the time. Mm -hmm. And his big thing is he's actually thinking about leaving the town and going to the big city and become and trying to find his own self and not be the and not live in the town like which is a good which is a good step for him because he's obviously more well adjusted and can probably leave home as soon as he graduates high school. Unlike, but, some, Se- but then Seishu's gonna die. <laughs> I think Seishu has enough people that will take that. Will I think so. Take care of him, even if uh, Hiroshi leaves. But Hiroshi's not leaving for another year, still. So. Yeah. Um, and that's the and that's the uh, end of the anime. Uh, so let's talk about the animation. Nice, this is a nice, fulfilling anime. Like, yes. like even though we can tell that there's more, there there can there's be more story more. to be told. But it doesn't leave you wanting more. Like it kind of wants you leave wanting. I mean, I more. want more, and I might go. But there's no like, manga. there's no like dangling bits of information you need to know. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't. They don't just go. Yeah, and here's here's the secret for season two, and just show a new character that we've never met before. Yeah, it's not like the ending of Kazuya no Stigma, <laughs> or the ending of uh, or Trinity Blood. Yep. Where we're we're just de- left wanting more because we didn't get an ending. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this at least felt like, even though we, it felt like here's a succinct end. If you want more, there is a manga you can read unless we can approve a second season. And if this gets a second season, I would highly like to watch it because I think this was more recent. I think so. Yeah. Um, so yeah, let's talk about the animation in this anime. Animation is very gorgeous. I forget who did this. It look it. I know it's not Kyoto, Kyoto Animation, but the studio yeah, no that idea. did this. It was very well done. Like even like we all, keep bringing. The... We brought up this punch twice in the episode, and this is the third time we're gonna bring up this punch. He punches oh, the old man. man, and you see the fucking impact ripples 
and the and the like motion and it yeah. does a slowdown. It feels like watching a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure punch almost. Almost. Where like they hit and it just like cracks when yeah. it hits. It was very fluid too. Nothing so, felt so nothing felt clunkier out of place in the animation. Unless they were trying to make it feel clunkier out of place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like like when she's got the stupid American face. Oh man. It it looks she it looks and acts like she is being stilted because she's acting that she, way. She is actually just acting stilted, yeah. She is not she is because her normal face is so bubbly and like fluid and happy that like when she's got this. She like, had the gruff American gruff squinted eye like uh all my the, smile the square jaw yeah, the square jaw like oh, she's man. it's it's very stilted but it's supposed to be because she's just not being herself and it's so fun like it's such a fun anime this is i like the animation's great let's talk about the english dub real quick before we get to the music because yeah. this english dub is by funimation and funimation does a really cool thing uh, or has started to do a really cool thing where they adapt anime and then they translate Japanese jokes that don't make sense into into English and figure out a way to make it make sense in English. Interesting. So uh, like when she's walking around with the American face and she's supposedly speaking English, they have her read. She's like seven still. So like reading is still an important thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So like her reading stuff, she it, it's still like a thing that a the seven year old would be like, I can read this word or I know what this word means. Yeah. So like they just translated it like that instead of going, She's speaking in English. Like everybody's like, Oh, that's so cute that I you mean, know how to say that. They they also mentioned that, that like there was a mention of English. Yeah. And I could you could tell because like the words were kind of broken down a bit more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's what was going on. But it it but like I read it as she was just reading complex words for a child of that age, but it's still really cool. Um, it was still done very well. They do a bunch of just like, like characters. Uh, oh, what was it? Oh, the the one where they've got the two old ladies, the one that's hard of hearing. Oh the one yeah. That's not, and she's <laughs> like, I came for a stitching. What about what about a? Uh, what do you mean you're in? Yep, a stitch? it's a, yep, it's a stitch. Yep, it's a stitch. No, I no, came no, for no, a stitching. stitching. Yep. yep, it's in a stitch, and she's just talking about her back. Yeah. And the and then the main character is like, I think she came for I some think she sewing. Just some stuff. sewing supplies. Oh, okay. And it and like, oh man, it was just like that's a fun translation it was such to a fun because because what's happening in the uh, Japanese is, is she's a, saying a word that. That sounds like... It sounds very similar to something else. Yeah, sounds like something else, which is a common Japanese way of doing comedy is they say a word and then there's a different Mm. word that means the same thing. Yep. And it's just... It's it's like a pun Mm -hmm. for them where we say a pun and and like most people go, ugh. They say a pun and a lot of people laugh because it's not as stupid as our puns. Yeah, our puns are pretty bad. (laughs) Uh, and like, it's just some of the comedy is I feel well delivered and not it was very not well not as stilted as some as some Japanese comedy gets. No, even like some of the like the comedies that we we've, we've already been through. Yeah, like this one felt really really nice. Yeah, 
because the uh, because they translated its comedy to make sense in uh, English instead of just making sense in Japanese. And if you don't understand Japanese, well, get, um, that's unfortunate. Get yeah. Uh, so let's talk about some music now. Uh, Op is really nice. And the ED. That was the ED. The ED, the ED is, is really beautiful. Good. Like, the ED is just done in, like, all these watercolors. So it's just, like, different watercolor, yeah. like, and portraits, it, like, shifting and changing, and it's amazing. And it feels like you're looking at some, uh, some at an artist putting yeah. out a painting because it's about an artist that does calligraphy. Yep. And the OP, like, the OP doesn't really OP, show a lot the OP of The OP kind of leads to it. Like, it kind of leads to, like, the calligraphy art style. Like, he, he like, Especially, like, there's, like, a jet trail that goes by, and he yeah. goes out, and he just kind of, like, extends it with, like, uh, just, like, a, a few swipes of the finger as if he's trying to, like, continue on, like, the art that, yeah. he, that he's that he is getting from living there. But also, the OP doesn't really focus on characters that aren't him and Naru. Yeah. Because that's the most important I mean, that, that's part the about important it. the important part of the show. Is that his, him, is that Naru is the person per, per, uh, moving him forward as a yeah. human being. Did you notice Naru's hair? What about Naru's hair? Her hair is done up in the front, oh. very similar to a brush end, specifically yeah. the brush end used to make uh, calligraphy. Oh, I did not realize yeah. that. That's really I thought that fun. was sweet when I first saw it. That's really cool. So, yeah. She, she was literally his tool to, to better himself. Yeah. And you know what also is really good is just like, I can't think of any background music that just didn't fit. Yeah, that's true. Like, again, it will when it comes up, you will know that it comes up because we will bring it up like in Cause No Stigma. Oh, man. Where, where we had to bring bad. it up. But like, if a thing, like mm. a thing does not always have to be Kill a Kill or Gurren Logan, but it doesn't matter if it's not. Like, if it, as long as it's not bad music, it is better than it, it, it doesn't have to be good. Yeah. It just has, like, if it is serviceable and you can go, I didn't have any problems with that. Good BG, it's a good background music. But the second that you can go, hey, remember when this song <laughs> this song was playing? And you're like, yeah, that was bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's when, that's when you know you fucked up. That's when you know you fucked up. All right. So, let's quickly rank this anime. Where do we want to put it? Matt, where do you want to put it? Uh, I want to put it. Underneath Tatami Galaxy, personally. Underneath Tatami Galaxy? Yeah. So high up there. I really liked it, though. I know. I did, too. Uh, we, uh, I, like, I like Bumblegum Crisis 2040, and I like Yuri on Ice, and I like Waiting in the Summer. And I, But I don't think this is better than Tatami Galaxy. <laughs> no, I don't shot. think so. <laughs> uh... But like the the watching the coming of age story of a person my age really hit home, and yeah. as much as I like Bubblegum Crisis, Yuri on Ice, and Waiting in the Summer, I feel like this is so good, and I feel like this this felt so good mm-hmm. compared to those. I remember Rob wanting it lower on the list. I can't remember exactly where. I want to say it was around Akashic Record or Tamako Market is where Rob wanted to put it when he when when yeah. he talked to me about it. Uh, and I don't know where Gable would. I, yeah, I don't know. Even mentioned, we haven't even I, tried talking. I definitely about wanted above Trinity Blood personally. Yeah, I wanted above Trinity Blood because as as we point out, one of the things that is always better if we like a series, we liked Trinity Blood without an ending. 
this has a succinct ending. Yep. And I want to make sure that some that that it go if we like it that much, it can go. That above. that's a yeah, that's a thing for it. Um, I really think that num- this is number two personally, but like, uh, would you I be would... fine about it being under bubblegum? Yeah. Would you uh, that, I think that's where I'm, I'm good three? with it. Yeah. Okay. So we are putting this uh, in between Bubblegum Crisis and Yuri on Ice, which is our number two and our number now number four slots. So our top five is Tatami Galaxy, Bubblegum Crisis 2040, now Barakamon, Yuri on Ice, and Waiting in the Summer. Oh, those are all so good. Yeah, right? <laughs> it, the, like, this is now getting to it's the It's all so good, but, like... I, there's like the first two I is, I find I would find hard to recommend to people, which is uh, interesting. Yeah, that's actually a good point. Oh uh, well, I uh, yeah, and that's the thing is like I was I watching. Think, I think that's super interesting. I I th- well I I I was mm. watching Barakamon and I immediately thought mm. I could actually show this. To oh, my, I could recommend this to, to quite a my, few people. Like to my nieces and my uh to my nieces, just because I think that they'd like to watch a anime with a character that is their age yep because that's something that doesn't really happen and i look at again i always look for anime that i can watch with my nieces Mm -hmm. this is one and it's nice for sure it's nice to have anime to watch especially since this has an english dub because i want to watch uh other i want to watch cells at work with my with my nieces I can't yet. I have to wait for its uh, DVD release or Blu-ray release in America. Yep. Because once it gets an English dub, I am buying it. And I am taking it. I am buying two copies, one for myself and one for my parents. I am giving it to my parents and going, let the, teach, teach our, teach our, uh, teacher, teach my nieces how the, how the human body works. Yep. Because this Here is, you go. this is the best way. 100% better than going to health class. Oh, a million percent. <laughs> so let us. Pull up the degenerator, which I also did not whoop, whoop. get ready for this today because monster. I was well, my computer restarted when I tried to put it to sleep last night. So you monster, yeah. Uh, so did it open? There it is. So A C. Do 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 do. Stretching for time, stretching, stretching for time. It's really hard when there's only two people to stretch for time. <laughs> yeah, right. So there we are going to the randomizer, pasting it in. All right. Randomize. Oh, yeah. Good I know this luck, one. Girl. I know this one. This one's fun. This one's super fun. Do do, good luck, girl. Or for people that only know it's by its Japanese name, Bimbo Gami Ga. So Henry, here's the poster for Bimbo Gami, or for Good Luck Girl or Bimbo Ga. Uh, Interesting. Bimbo Gami Ga. It is very colorful and very fun. So Henry, take <clears throat> away with the reading. Ichiku Sakura lives life on easy mode. Blessed with good fortune, she has everything she has ever wanted, including beauty, intelligence, and wealth. Momiji Binboda is a goddess of poverty. In stark contrast to Ichiko, she is cursed with misfortune such as perpetual, such as a perpetual cast on her arm, a flat chest, and a box under a bridge for her home. The lives collide when Momoji lives up to her title and delivers some unfortunate news to Ichiko. 
Her large amount of luck is due to her subconsciously draining the luck from those around her. Momiji has been tasked with stealing back Ichiko's fortune before she leaves everyone without enough luck to even survive. But Ichiko, with the help of wandering monk Bobby Status, manages to fight off the poverty goddess. This defeat forces the goddess to enlist reinforcements in the form of Kungai, her teddy bear familiar, and the ma- masochistic dog god Mumu Ingo- Inugami. Inugami. Insanity ensues as Ichiko's quiet life is replaced with daily battles for her fortune. To survive the chaos, Ichiko will need all the luck she can get. So, I was watching this, or I read this, I found this manga first through panels that were taken out of context. And then the anime came out. This is very silly, fun, raucous comedy. It is watching... uh. The two main characters, which are uh, Bimboda or Moiji and Ichigo, yep, is watching them be the most the biggest assholes to each other you could possibly be, and they're still best friends. You get all these kinds of fun characters. Uh, you like it is, it is interesting. It is a very huh. fun anime. Um, I love it. So like this is this is one that like I can. I can tell people that I'm going to love. And it has its English dub on Funimation. I hope that it survived the Crunchyroll purge from Funimation's stuff that's getting taken off of uh, Crunchyroll. Um, it is done by Studio Sunrise, which are the people that do Gundam and a bunch of things. I'm not going to go in there because it's going to... I'm not going to click on them because it's <laughs> going to be a long time. And it is some from the summer of 2012. Which, yep. yep. I remember watching this back then. Uh, the manga has finished, but this never got a second season, which always sucked. But it is it is still a fun, fun watch. Huh. I am super excited for this. I I always disagree with a lot of the sevens in my anime list, but then again, that's just me personally. All a lot of the time, I miss disagreeing with my anime list when it ranks stuff that I like low. But. That is it for twenty six and under. This has been Matt and Henry. Oh wait, we didn't we didn't show. We did not show this time. We oh. were about to. We were we were about to just end the podcast with hit us up on Facebook. Yep, and Twitch and iTunes Twitter? and SoundCloud and Twitter and Twitter. Yeah, yeah, all those things. All those things. Uh, Spell nerd or for Twitch, and then everything else is NRD works. And yeah, the let's see here. Anything else? Uh, no. Wait. By the time this is going up, that should already be up because I'll probably have have it had it edited and everything, which I think matches the timing perfectly when I started mentioning it in uh, in podcast episodes. Perfect timing delays. Perfect timing. But that is it now for twenty six under. This has been Matt and Henry. Finally signing off for good this time. Bye guys. Bye.